Good evening, everyone. I think I'm going to get off my script. I promised myself not to do it. But as I was reading the thing, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I just want you to imagine that Jesus is here with a the, with the towel around his waist, a basin full of water, and he's, go, he's going around and washing everyone's feet. I want you to imagine that and see how you feel after that incident and after what he did for you. And this is what he did for his 12 apostles 2,000 years ago. And he said to them, do you realize what I have done for you? If I, your master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow so that I have done for you, you should also do. With that, let's begin. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. O oh God, may we comprehend the essence of being servants, and may we exhibit the humility in our words and deeds. Bestow your grace upon us and give us the courage we need to overcome fear so that we can develop into the people you intended us to be. Amen. Well, today is the start of the tridium, which consists of three significant celebrations in the Catholic faith. Although there are many other celebrations observed throughout the year, these three are considered the core of our faith and represent the high point of our worship. On this Holy Thursday, we began the Tridium with the commemoration of the Last Supper, the institution of the most precious gift of the Holy Eucharist and the gift of the ministerial priesthood which continues to make present the priesthood of Christ in the church today. When the priest stands at the altar, he stands in for Christ. This is what Father Mark does every, every Sunday or every day, and Father Jose as well. Christ is the priest and the victim. Jesus gave himself to us in the Eucharist. Therefore, the holy sacrifice of the Mass is the holy oblation of the incarnate love. Tomorrow, Good Friday, we delve deeper into the mystery of Jesus' crucifixion and what it means to us as journey in this life. On Saturday, after sunset, the Easter vigil, and on Sunday, on Easter Sunday, we will rejoice in the triumph of the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and his victory over death. And tonight we also remember Holy Thursday when Jesus recounted with his apostles the great deliverance of Israel from slavery. He also fulfilled the command which he was given to them in our first reading, which, give, which said, All of you partake of the Lamb, for this day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. Jesus fulfilled the Passover meal. Indeed, he transformed it, becoming himself the Lamb of God for the new Israel, the church, born from his wounded side on Calvary and was sent into the world 
to continue his redemptive work or mission. In our second reading, the Apostle Paul reminds us of the importance of the proper celebration of the Holy Mass and the gift of the Holy Eucharist. He tells us, the Christian on Corinth, and all of us today, that during the Passover night, Jesus celebrated the first Eucharist and instituted the Holy Priesthood. Paul tells them, I receive from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that on the same night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and thanked God for it and broke it and gave it and said, this is my body which is for you. Do this as memorial of me. Memorial of me. You know what that means? I mean, we all have to be involved in it intimately. It's, it's, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. It's not just something you do for the heck of doing it. It's a relationship between us and Christ when we do this memorial thing for him. In the same way, he took the cup and after supper and said, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this as memorial of me as well until the Lord comes. Therefore, anytime you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of Christ. In this regard, the church fathers and Vatican Council direct us to approach the Eucharist with utmost reverence, whether on the tongue, which is preferred, or in the hand. The tritium we are celebrating today cannot be underestimated, as some would like to do. It is a historical event that took place as a Passover meal shared with Jesus and his apostles 2,000 years ago for the salvation of a human race. The fathers of Vatican Council also reminded us of how significant the tritium is with this explanation. Let's listen. Christ redeemed all of us and gave perfect glory to God through his paschal mystery. Dying, he destroyed death. And rising, he restored our life. Therefore, the Easter tritium of the passion and resurrection of Christ is a culmination of the entire liturgical year. And let us hear what the Catechism of the Catholic Church told us about this special day. Beginning with the Easter tritium and as its source of light, the resurrection of Christ fills the whole liturgical year with its brilliance. This year is this the, the year is gradually transfigured by the liturgy, the liturgy of the Eucharist. Pope Benedict XVI makes things very simple for us. He said in his encyclical letter entitled, God is Love. He said, the Eucharist is the sacrament of love. This underscores the depth of the mystery of Christ revealed in his sacrificial love for the world. So at the Last Supper, Jesus anticipated the altar of the cross at which he would freely pour out his last drop of blood out of love for you and for me. And he did so to set us free from the bondage of sin and death. St. Paul told the Galatians in chapter 5, 
for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Back then, St. Paul wanted the Galatians to be free. Today, Jesus wants us to be free as well. The question is, are we ready for it? As we return to the gospel of today, we read that Jesus washed the feet of his apostles, whom he had chosen to continue his redemptive work. He showed them what they were chosen to do. Then he enlisted them to live lives of self-emptying love for the world. It's a tough task, isn't it? Thank you, Father Mark and Father Jose, for choosing this kind of life and walking in Christ's love in the midst of a broken, chaotic, and wounded society that is waiting to be reborn. And it can only be reborn if it proclaims that Christ is Lord. So what are the possible lessons that Jesus was trying to teach his 12 apostles when he washed his feet, their feet? Well, there is a million lessons. I'm going to choose only a few just for, the, for time's sake, unless you want to be here all night. <laughs> I don't think Father, <laughs> Father Michael liked that either. <laughs> okay. One, the foremost being is the value of a humility. By washing the apostles' feet, an action usually performed by servants and slaves, Jesus highlights the significance of a humility. He was teaching them that they too must wash each other's feet as he had done for them, even though he is their master and their teacher and their, and their Lord. Simply stated, Jesus is telling them, if you want to be a leader, you must also be a servant, just as simple as is that. Another lesson that Jesus taught them is the importance of love. He emphasizes that love is the basis of service instructing his apostles to love one another just as he loved them. What Jesus is saying here as well is that their love for one another would be like a wildfire spreading uncontrollably to the end of the earth. That's what love is. Third, yet another lesson is the significance of unity. Unity and unity. He emphasized that the follower must be united. Don't we all wish that we are united and the church is united today? Working together for the good of others, by loving and serving one another, Jesus is telling them that they can maintain their unity and, by, and be a powerful testimony for others. And finally, the magnitude of this gift that is given to us on this Holy Thursday, the Eucharist, is beyond our ability to comprehend. We cannot comprehend it, just as simple as is that. It constitutes the following and much more. It represents the Lord's complete selflessness, mercy, forgiveness, and sacrificial love. This sacred and invaluable gift is nothing less than the very presence of God in our world. It also affects a transformation within us 
such that we become one with him, Christ-like. And by consuming the Holy Eucharist worthily and reverently with a clean heart, we are enveloped in the divine essence of the most holy trinity. Can you imagine that? And the most holy trinity bestowing on us everlasting life. The Eucharist has the power to instill within us a deep sense of humility leading us to become true servants of God. So, as I finish my homily today, let us allow the Holy Thursday, this Holy Thursday, and the rest of the week to change us from within so that we can emulate the profound love that Jesus bestowed upon us on this momentous night. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.